What's up, horror fam? You know what time it is. Let's, Let's get, get into, into this. Woo! We're back. I did it right that time. He did it. He actually My did it. My way. You sons of bitches, you went and did it right. <laughs> What's up, yeah. everybody? Welcome to the Horror Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me as always, my main man, JT. What up, everybody? And we are doing a continuation of our 80s, the greatest decade of horror yes. in our eyes. Um, and we are on 84 and 85, so we're doing these in twos. And um, at the end of this all, we're going to do like a little retrospective of the 80s and give our top 10 of the 80s. Yep. And I guarantee Absolutely. you, probably more than three are going to come out of these next two years. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right about that. So, uh, you are right about that. 84 and 85 are great, great years for the 80s decade of horror, um, in my eyes. Um, and I think in JTS too. They uh, and we're gonna get into some of the movies. We're not gonna talk too in depth because, like I said at the end, we're gonna give, you know, we're gonna give our top ten. Our top ten of the whole '80s decade. If we can stop at ten. Yeah, we'll stop at ten. We gotta do ten. It's a rough decision, but we gotta do it. It's gonna be hard, but I think it'll be hard. Are we doing ten each, or we'll get each write down our top ten, and we'll see where they go. <laughs> and it'll be the same list. Yeah. Uh, Maybe in different orders. In a different order, though. Maybe in different orders. So there you go. Very true. And we'll do that discussion-wise. Yeah. And that's what's cool about it is that, you know, we'll be able to discuss that out, and that's what, that'll make it for a great podcast. So we're going to start off with 1984. Um, I'll let you pick one. Well, I was going to let you start out with arguably the greatest movie of 1984. Oh, in my eyes or your eyes? Uh, well, it, probably more in your eyes, but okay. anybody that's horror fan, we have, to, we have to throw it out there first. Okay, what is that? Because I want, I want to know if we're on the same page here. <laughs> What's your favorite movie from 1984? <laughs> well, that's going to be hard. That's arguable. That's, that's okay, hard so I'll just throw it out there. We're going we're gonna to fucking rip this Band-Aid off right now. We're going to talk about A Nightmare from Elm Street. Oh, yes. Uh, God, yes. Yes. You arguably have to put this up as one of the, the top films of 1984. Uh, of the 80s. Of course, it was an iconic... It started an iconic series. Um, and why was it so good? Why? Robert England. Freddy Krueger himself, Mr. Robert England. Uh, nobody else can play that part. They proved that in the remake. Um, <laughs> love the death, but... Yeah, love the guy to death, but he's not Robert England. Uh, <laughs> and we don't want to get too deep into this, but... but yeah, no, we're not going to get too deep into it. Everybody has seen this movie. Everybody loves this movie. Um, some of us love it more than others, but, <laughs> but to me, honestly, it's not my favorite film. I love this movie. It's a great movie, but there are a lot of other movies that came out around that same time that I feel are better movies. The storyline of this, I love, but the storyline in story this film this, I absolutely love. is fantastic. I love it. Uh, what is scarier than not being able to go to sleep? <laughs> 
Oh, man. Because, you know, I love to sleep, but I, I'm fucking good at it. Matter of fact, <laughs> I'm going to go to sleep right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, fantastic film. Uh, can't talk about it enough. Yeah, but, we'll, uh, we will be talking about it but more. We'll, we'll be talking be... about it because I guarantee you it's going to make it onto our top ten list at the end of all of this. Thousand percent, thousand percent. So, okay, so I'm going to mention another one of mine uh, that I picked out, uh, which is very easy because there's a ton of great movies out of '84, guys. This one people may have not seen. Now, real horror fans have probably seen this. Fuck, I probably haven't seen it. Yeah, because you're a loser. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, and this movie is one of one of my. I know uh, Bill always says you oh, can't God. have guilty pleasures. No, but, no, you like what you but like. But you like what you like. And this movie is Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. I have seen that film, by the way. <laughs> I I know you have. Otherwise, yeah. we couldn't yeah. be friends. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> no, um, Night of the Comet, guys. Uh, I'm a big, uh, I like apocalyptic movies. I like uh, disaster movies. Um, That's why this podcast is so good, because it's a fucking disaster. It's a fucking disaster. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) You know, it is what it is, man. We put on what we want to put on, or don't put on what we want to put on. (laughs) Oh, oh, shit, I was supposed to wear pants. Shit. But uh, no, Night of the Comet is a good movie. Um, basically, you know, it's about comet comes and these people, people to basically disappear. Yeah. Um, but there's people left over. Yeah. And, um, I just really, I, I really like disaster. Like I said, apocalyptic, uh, end of times movies. I really love yeah. them. And this one is one of the first ones I seen when I was younger and, um, good movie entertaining. Now I have not seen this film in a long time and uh-huh. I don't. I, I remember it, and I remember bits and pieces of it, uh-huh. but doesn't most of the movie take place inside a radio station? A radio station. station. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought, yeah. Yep. Which is very cool, because they play some really good music in this movie. Yes. And, uh, you know, the two girls in the film yes. are uh, very easy on the eyes. Easy eyes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, very, cool, uh, very cool story behind this movie. Um. You know, Ryan pretty much summed it up, you know, with the natural disaster. Yep. Uh, you know. And, like, the people who are left kind of turn into z- not really zombie zombies, but they're, you know, but pretty, kinda, pretty, pretty close. But kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, so this one is a fun one. Uh, for me, anyways, I really like it. It just, you know, kind of gives me that. Kind of gives me that. Uh, oh, wow! What the guy that directed this was Tom Everhart, and it's really weird because what he's known most for is, of course, this movie, Captain Ron, which was a comedy with uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, and then uh, I blew up the kid, <laughs> honey. I blew up the kid with uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, and this movie is not a comedy at all. There are some funny parts in it. Yeah. But, it's, just, it's a classic know. 80s horror. Yeah. Um, I love it. Very good movie. Cult classic in my eyes. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's one of my, my other ones. I didn't mark that out. I didn't mark that down. Okay. 
Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we have another don't movie. Don't open till Christmas. <laughs> they just can't stop with the don'ts. Don't, don't stop. stop. Can't stop, don't stop. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about my big one for 1984. <coughs> Arguably the best movie in the series. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, this, this movie, of course, continuation of the Jason Voorhees saga. I guess you could say. <laughs> the saga. The saga of Voorhees. Uh, you know, you had a cast in here, uh, Crispin Glover. Uh, oh, Crispin Glover. Uh, yeah. Uh, Who are the twins? Kim- Kimberly Beck and Barbara Howard. Uh, and then you had... Uh, shit, his name just freaking flew right out of me. Uh, <laughs> Usually flies right Corey out Feldman. You. Uh, the man, yeah, Corey. Corey Feldman, uh, and then Ted White was also in this. Uh, you know, of course, it's the fourth installment, um, and they dubbed this the final chapter because it was going to be the end. They didn't want to make any more of these, so they had uh, had old Corey Feldman kill off Jason at the end of the movie. God love him. But guess what? It there's more. It wasn't the end. But wait, <laughs> there's more. It's like a freaking bad uh, case of herpes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Keep that shit forever like luggage. Uh, but you gotta love Corey Feldman's character in this. Yeah. You yeah. know he makes with making the masks and things like that. Yeah. All fucking cool. Really big into horror. This is probably my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing this in the theater. Uh, my sister took me to see it. And my sister is not big into horror movies. And, uh, yeah, she was pretty disturbed by this. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this movie, especially the uh, the skinny dipping scene. Um, uh, there's a lot of... Yeah, there's a... <laughs> this is another movie. There's a lot of TNA. Dude, one of my uh, favorite scenes in it. Well, we'll wait. We'll talk, because I got to feel like yeah, this one's going to make yeah. a list. It's got to be Corey in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what? Uh... We got three big ones right there. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, we want to go ahead and talk about them. Okay, which I'll go with Firestarter. Okay, uh, Firestarter, um, f- good movie. Uh, another great cast. Um, is this Drew Barrymore's first movie? I think it may have been. She, I think she did some uh, did some uh, commercials and stuff, but I think this may have been her, her first feature film. Yeah, but I mean, you know, this movie's good. It's about this. I mean, really. Because her dad has powers too. Yes. So like they they have these kinetic powers and. But his are not as strong. As strong as hers. You know. Uh, she is. She has what's called pyrokinesis. Yeah. Hence Firestarter. Um, really good movie. You know what? I no. We kind of talked a little while back, and we might do an episode, maybe, or talk about this on an episode about movies that we want to be remade. Yeah, that you would like to see this. Made. This they could possibly do better, I th- but I think that will be cool about this movie. This movie was good enough on yes, its own. Yes, this was though. a good movie. This is a good you movie. Know. But what's cool about this movie is that they could do now is that they could do some cool scenes with like you know maybe her catching people on fire and like them burning and like yeah. I think yeah. it could be pretty. It could cool. be a little more graphic. Yes, yes. you know. I mean, look at look at how they upped the Annie and graphics for the Evil Dead remake. Yes. You know, I mean, 
you know, they truly could do a lot with but, this. But, you know, uh, Firestarter, great film, one of Drew Barrymore's first. Fuck, she was probably, what, six in this? Seven? Something maybe. like that? Maybe. Um, uh, David Keith. Heather Locklear. Yes. Come on. Whew. Come the gone. Ouch. <laughs> Enough said. But great mo- Enough another, said. another great movie. Enough said. All right, so then we're going to bring this one up, and this one could arguably be a horror movie or a Christmas movie. Or a family movie. Or a family movie. <laughs> or a creature feature. Um, we're talking about Gremlins from 1984. Uh, starring Hoyt Axton, Zach Galligan, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. One. Back at it again. Uh, very cool story. Uh, you know, we, we everybody should know the story on this because I think everybody has seen it. Um, you know, dad brings home a Magui. pet Magui. for his son, and he accidentally gets it wet, and then feeds it after midnight, and after fucking midnight, all hell breaks loose. We gonna let it all hang. Um, Sorry, guys. And I uh, got music. Yeah. Uh, Good movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know, what can you say about this movie? I mean, it just, it was very well written, very well directed. Uh, acting it was directed was, by Joe Dante again. Acting um, was great. The acting was really good in it. Uh, the and, fucking lady with the damn, in the beginning, with the damn face mold thing, whatever. God, yeah, uh, <laughs> And then, uh, man, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Who was the girl in this? Oh, the uh, his uh, love interest, his girlfriend? Phoebe Cates. Yes. Phoebe Cates. Uh, I fell in love with her uh, during Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Whoa, um, gnarly. Yeah. 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 That swimming pool scene. <sighs> wow. Um, anyway. <laughs> back, Gremlins. Gremlins. Back to Earth. Back yeah. to Earth. Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, when you guys have probably seen that one. So like, let's, I mean, so far we have Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday Thirteenth Final Chapter, Night of the Comet, Gremlins, Firestarter, and we're not even done yet. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, you know, we talked about Christmas movies on the last episode. In this one, we had the Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yep. Um, very cool slasher film. Uh, boy is uh, boy is abused as a kid and grows up in, in an orphanage and. Uh, Basically, what happened in this film was he saw his mom having sex with Santa Claus, so now he hates Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Um, And he gets a job working at a hardware store and ends up having to dress up as Santa Claus. And it drives him crazy, and he starts killing people off. I hate myself. (laughs) Fucking cool story. Actually, it's a shitty story, but it was a decent movie. Jeez, man. (laughs) It was a decent movie. Uh. All right, I'm going to talk about one, and then we'll get into some fun ones. But I'm going to talk about another one that's a serious one that I feel is definitely going to make my list because I fucking love it. Huh? Get off of there. Oh, he's <laughs> uh, this movie, to me, is a fucking classic. I fucking love it. They remade it a long while back. It wasn't that great. And uh, this movie is called Children of the Corn. And it's got... Fucking Linda Hamilton, come on, guys. Fucking Terminator. Terminator 2, let's go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, John Hurd. This, or uh, Peter Horton, sorry. This movie, to me, 
Fuck. I mean, just... Uh, I've been debating on letting my kids watch this. My son wants to watch... He sees... Because I have the course at the house, and he digs through my movies. And he wants to watch it. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if I want to let him watch this. Yeah. It's it's More, disturbing, especially for a kid. Uh, yes. If they can get behind the subject matter of yeah. what's going on here, you know. But Children of the Corn, I'm not going to go too deep into this one because it's definitely going to make my list. Uh, I fucking love this movie. Still fucking holds up. Creepy as shit. I love it. He Who Walks Behind the Rose. Yes. Oh, there's another one right there. Yep. That, yep. Right, go ahead. Yeah, and uh, another one we want to talk about. Uh, this is actually a British gothic fantasy horror film. It's a film called The Company of the Wolves. Uh, you know, of course, uh, it was uh, directed by Neil Jordan, starring Sarah Patterson, Angela Lansbury, Miss Murder, She Wrote Herself, uh, and uh, Stephen Ray and David Warner. Uh, David Warner, we just talked about him uh, a few episodes ago when we did the show with uh, Greg Amortis. Uh-huh. Uh, we did the show on beheadings, and David Warner is the one who lost his head with the sheet of glass and the omen. Losing your head? Yeah. So, uh, very cool film. Uh, you know, there's not a lot to say about the, it, It's It's about a band of wolves or yeah. a pack of wolves. Uh, and their struggle or a litter. to survive. A litter. <laughs> a litter of wolves. <laughs> is it a litter? It might be. Um, but, uh, you know, it's all about their struggle to survive and flourish. And then um, now we're getting into some fun ones. Just some fucking corny. Corny. Fun, I like corny. Yeah, fun 80s movies, horror movies. Uh, so I'm going to go with one that. Is super corny. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So we'll go with, uh, with that. we'll go with Chud. That's on my list. Chud. <laughs> nice, nice. Chud. Literally, look right here. C H U D. Chud. Uh, you know, eighty four. Uh, directed by Douglas Cheek. Do we know what Chud stands for? Uh, fuck. Yeah, I just read that too, and I uh, not cannibalistic humanoid <laughs> underground dwellers. Yes. Great, fun. Yeah, very cool. Very fun cool. movie. Uh, they had the know. cool cover on the movie, too, with the fucking yeah. the beast climbing up out of the manhole and shit. Yeah. This, this one got, like I said, this one's just one of them fun ones from the 80s that are just cool to watch every now and again, you know. If you're looking for something that's just to have a good time with, play in the background maybe at a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah. You know, this yeah. is a good one. Yeah. Chud's a good one. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you? You got some kind of fun ones you're thinking of? I got a couple. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, another one is uh, Ghoulies. Ghoulies. The Ghoulies. Uh, it's uh, the Ghoulies, man. Um, That's not even on here. Yeah, I That's know. That's crazy. Well, it's super, super low budget. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of these are. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a fun one. Um like I said, this is another good one to watch if you just want to watch some stupid campy horror. Uh, maybe fun to play in the background, you know. Um, during like a party or some Halloween party or something like that. Yeah. And I know you don't want to talk about this one. It's on my list too, so go ahead. Okay. 
so I, we got to talk about the probably one of the biggest cult classic movies out there, uh, and that's the movie The Toxic Avenger. Uh, Toxic Avenger is one of those classic films that honestly is hard to watch um, because there's so much weirdness going on there. But once you get through it, you think about you think about what you just watched, and I mean it's a really cool story, you know. Uh, <laughs> this you is know, kid kid picked on accidentally falls into some some uh, nuclear waste and it's just about to be laying around, just some nuclear waste yeah, laying around. You know. here. And uh, ends up deformed and becomes the the Avenger. So he good. is uh, he's gonna fight crime and and what's funny about this film is, is as he's fighting crime, he doesn't really know that he's hurting people. <laughs> he's uh, he's uh, basically become a vigilante, you know, and he's got superhuman strength and. Very cool film. It's uh, another one of those films that if if you're having a big party, you definitely want this movie playing in the background 100%. because it, it's a party movie. And that's all my. I mean, there's a ton more. Yeah. But I mean, let's. I mean, let's just recap real quick some of the stuff we talked about already. So, Children of the Fucking Corn. Come on. Friday Thirteenth Final Chapter. Nightmare on Elm Street. Gremlins. Night of the Comet. Firestarter. Silent Night. Deadly Night. Company of Wolves. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah, there there was a lot came out in 1984, and what's really cool. So, what I did, and I just want to mention this here, and kind of both of us did. We got on our Fire Stick, and we pulled up 1984 horror movies. 1984, and what's cool is, is I was thinking. As I was scrolling through there, because they're showing you the cover for the movie, you know, in rows, and you're looking out, and I'm like, dude, this kind of feels like when you went to the video store back in the 80s, you know? Because, I bit. mean, you know, I was 13 years old in 1984, and, you know, that's when I was going to the video store, and I was picking all these movies up, and, Hell you know, yeah. you look at the cover, and you're like, man, that chick's tits are really big. I got to get this. <laughs> you know? um, or dude, that guy looks gross. We need to check this out, you know? And there's just a lot of... It, and it was really cool doing it that way, you know? Yeah. When people are going to miss that one. Yeah. Yeah, kids today aren't going to know what it's like to go to the video store. Now they just pull out their remote and look at them on the TV screen. But it was almost like going to the video store. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... I had to stop and look and say, oh, shit. I didn't realize he was in this. I gotta watch this. <laughs> so let's right. move on to nineteen eighty-five and eighty-five. Man, there's some good ones. Nineteen and eighty-five was a horrible movie, horrible year for movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some good ones. That oh came yeah, out. there is some. There are some really good ones in here. Really, really good. So. I'll just start off. Go, with, go ahead and start us I'll out. I'll start with off this. with one, and it's because I, uh, I, I'm a huge zombie fan. I'm a zombie guy. So we're going to go with. Zombie, zombie. And there's multiple ones I could mention, but we're going to mention. But one of the ones I'm going to mention is Day of the Dead. Yes. Day of the Dead. Yeah. Fantastic George Romero. I mean, come on. I, I'm a zombie fan. 
I love zombie movies because you know, with along with zombie movies, like I said, they also are kind of like a uh, post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah. You know, almost all zombie movies are. So that's why I love them so much. Day of the Dead was kind of weird for me because you know I came from Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead. Uh huh. You know, and, and they get to Day of the Dead, and Day of the Dead is still a zombie movie, but it's starting to get a little campy. Yes. Um. You know, it's uh, basically a military installation, which is really underneath a football stadium or something like so, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it was weird. Uh, and but, uh, it's a it's a it's a, it's a good one still. Yeah, um, it, it's a good movie. I'm not knocking it at all. It was just a little out there. Now you compare it to another zombie flick that came out in '85, which is Return of the Living. Yes. Yes. Probably one of my favorite zombie movies. Oh, God, dude. I like part two. Yeah. And part one is, of course, uh, part two. Part, part one is just one of the, I don't know, one of the best freaking campy as hell. But, I mean, the the story behind this movie, uh, you know, you had James Karen, you had uh, Clue Golgar. 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 Uh, Linnea Quigley was in this. Um, you you had some very cool people playing in this film. Uh, James Karen, if you don't know that name, look him up and you'll go, oh shit, it's that guy. It's the he, guy. He was in everything. He's in every uh, movie there is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, very cool. I, I love the way they, they played this movie out with, uh, you know, uh, old... Uh, Frank and what was the other yeah. guy's name? Uh, ah, fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway. now. Damn it, uh, Billy was it? Something like that, or Eddie? Or so, ah, shit, I can, I don't remember. But anyway, um, when when they're in the the Acme uh, medical supply <laughs> place, and uh, you know he's like, oh, you want to see something creepy? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I love like the half the half cut half dog that's still yeah, like market yeah, shit. Yeah. Gotta love it. This yeah. is a great film. Yeah. Fun great zombie movie. flick. The, the freaking naked body chasing them around. <laughs> 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 oh, and then Linnea Quigley's naked body dancing on top of the tomb. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Need, to, need to say you better watch this it's getting one. Getting hot in here. <laughs> you better watch this one. Look out everybody, trash is taking her clothes off again. <laughs> Yeah, great movie, great movie. And I will tell you, this one's going to make my fucking list. It's going to be high on my fu- this next one that I'm going to talk about. Ha, ha. This one's going to be high on my fucking list. And JT's already pointing at it. This movie, to me, it's a staple in my household. It's one of the first DVDs I ever fucking bought. Um, brings me straight back to my fucking childhood. Every time I watch it, um, my boys love it. Uh, and that movie is Silver Bullet. Yeah. Um, Corey Haim, of course. Gary fucking Busey. Um, this movie is fucking awesome. You can watch it with your kids. Um, great horror film to watch with your kids. Uh, it's basically about a boy who is, you know, paralyzed from the waist down. And um, it's a story about him and his sister, really. And then their uncle. And... Just so happens that there's a fucking werewolf involved. Yeah, uh, I can't. I'm going to talk about this movie. Cause the real twisted thing is who the werewolf is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about this movie because it's going to be on my list. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely going to be very high on my list. 
Um, so we'll get into that later. But Silver Bullet, guys, if you have not watched that, it's a great film. You can watch it with your children. Uh, I fucking love it. Can't say enough about it. Which I'll say more about it later. Go ahead, bud. All right, so I'm going to talk about Reanimator. Uh, Reanimator was one of those films when it came out, it just shocked everybody. It's like, holy shit, they can't do that in a movie. <laughs> but they can, and they did. Uh, Reanimator uh, was directed by Stuart Gordon, who has done a ton of killer movies. Uh, it was uh, it starred Jeffrey Combs as uh, Herbert West. He was uh, <clears throat> he was really a medical student, but he was like a genius, and he came up with a serum that would reanimate dead tissue. And so, what ended up basically the synopsis of the film is is he ends up inadvertently creating these undead people that are going around killing other people. Yep. And it all started because he killed the guy and then reanimated his back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, very cool. Uh, this has probably got a... Uh, this starred the lovely Barbara Cranston, um, and there's a scene in there where she is naked on a table, which we're not going to talk about her nakedness. She's smoking hot, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we don't talk the, about uh, stuff on this podcast. There's a decapitated surgeon that is still alive, and he is holding her kind of hostage. And like he's the body is holding the severed head, and he's like rubbing it all over her body. And the, and then there's like a head scene. Ah, head. Ah. Ah. But uh, and then you know, fortunately, Herbert West busts in the room right before the. Busting goes on. The lick of, uh, lick of whatever. The lick, lick of a lot of puss. The lick of shame. <laughs> um, but uh, great film, great film. Uh, and it spawned a sequel, which was not as great, but we're not here to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Reanimator, if you haven't seen it or it's been a long time, check it out. Yes, 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 yes. Um, this next one I'm going to mention and I'm only going to mention it because it's never going to come up again because I don't really like it. Uh, but I have to mention it because I love the first one. And that is Nightmare on Elm Street 2. To me, this is the absolute worst one of the series. Uh, well, then why are we talking about I just had to mention it. Had to mention it um, because of what it is. Uh so, I will move on to a good one. Uh, Moving on. That <sighs> horror comedy, I guess. Okay. Not really super horror, horrifying, but uh, a movie called Once Bitten. Once Bitten. Yeah, that was uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim and, Carrey. Uh, Lauren uh, Hutton. Super young Jim Carrey. Yeah. Super young Jim Carrey. Uh, you know, this basically about a high school kid he goes out with his buddy they sneak into this place he winds up you know meeting this good looking older woman yes goes back to her house up in the hills and something happens once bitten so what's that tell you yeah <laughs> so this is a fun one it's a good one um and we're not going to tell you where he was bitten yeah 
You have to watch the movie to you find watch out. watch it and find out. So, yeah, guys, if you haven't seen Once Bitten, check it out. Jim Carrey. You can't go wrong with yeah. Jim Carrey, you know. So, well, I don't know anymore. He's kind of crazy. But anyways, <laughs> got was very very cool film. <laughs> what you might so, as well talk about? Uh, so I want to talk about the movie Life Force. Um, Life Force is truly a horror movie, but it's more of a sci-fi horror movie. Uh, basically, what it is is it. Uh, this was a movie. It was directed by Toby Hooper, uh, which Toby Hooper was. Uh, you know, he was responsible for. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Poltergeist, uh, so, many, so many great movies that he has done. But anyway, uh, this starred uh, Steve Railsback, uh, Peter Firth, Frank Fenlay, uh, and the girl's name, I don't remember her name. Oh, uh, Mathilda May. Uh, basically what it is, is, it's about a group of astronauts that are out on an exploration mission and they run into uh, a ship on the other side of the moon. And so they go to investigate it. And they find these three human bodies on the ship that are in, like, cryogenic stasis or whatever. So they bring these three bodies back. It was two men and a woman. And they bring them back to Earth... And they have them in this, you know, military medical facility or whatever. And uh, the girl ends up waking up, and these uh, these three are not humans. They are aliens. And what they do is they end up uh, sucking the life force from people. And it's really cool the way they do it. Uh, you see their bodies all wither and start to wilt, and you know it basically when they get done with them, they look like a dried up prune but what 's crazy is is after they have stolen their life force they 're still alive for a while, and so they 're walking around looking like you know really fucked up looking zombies, yeah. you know. Uh, very cool film. Uh, there's a lot of nudity in it. I would not let your children watch this movie. Uh, Steve Railsback plays a fantastic part in this. And, of course, you got the lovely Mathilda May. Uh, just very cool. Uh, they basically, this was based off of a novel called The Space Vampires. And yeah. it, you can truly tell watching this movie. Um, <laughs> they don't bite people. They don't have to. They can just suck your life force right out of you. I met so, a couple of those. Oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. You suck my will to live. Uh, <laughs> no, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's a good one for you. I know you like it. Transylvania 6, 5,000. Yes. Yeah. Love that movie. Old Jeff Goldblum and... Uh, uh, oh, Jesus. Can't go wrong with that. What the hell is... Uh, Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> So she, she just says you're right there on it. Right there, bub. Dookie, dookie, dook. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Great film. Uh, this is another one of those classic, campy comedy movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, you've got uh, Jeff Goldblum, Ed Begley Jr., uh, Carol Kay plays Loopy. Um, 
just Michael Richards is on this as a goofy uh, butler kind of thing. Uh, basically, they these two, uh, Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley <laughs> Jr., are, are reporters, and they get sent to Transylvania to do a story. And, uh, of course, you know, Transylvania is... Transylvania. Know, Dracula. Uh, so they run into all these odd characters in this town, you know, the Wolfman and, you know, different things. Uh, very cool movie. Um, very fun watch. Uh, this you could uh, you could watch with your kids. Um, yeah, it it's more of a comedy than it is a, a horror movie, but uh, you know, yeah. I, you know, there's not a lot that can be said about this. Gina Davis is in it. Uh, just a great, great fun movie. So we'll talk about this one. It's a good movie. Uh, Spurred a remake. Um, which was okay. wasn't bad. I didn't mind the remake. Uh, but that movie is Fright Night. Fright Night. Fright Night, which, um, you know. Well, Peter Vincent. <laughs> Peter Vincent. Uh, Fright Night's probably got one of my favorite. Uh, he's not my all-time favorite, but one of my favorite old-school horror actors, and that's Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Uh, he played the character of Peter Vincent. Um, you know. Chris Sarandon as Jerry Dandridge. This movie is a pretty fun vampire movie. Uh, the remake was good, but I think the original is better, of course. I do, too. Um, I, I didn't really care for... Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell as uh, Jerry Dandridge. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this it, it this one's good. It's fun. Um, it's... One of those cl- classic, just eighties atmospheric movies, mm-hmm. you know. Um, good, yeah, fun you know, little ne- kid next door sees something weird going on at the house next door to him, and uh, you know swears that somebody's created or committed a murder. Not mind his own damn business. Know. Yeah, you know he's a fucking peeping tom, little bastard. <laughs> 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 seen that shit if you're peeking in my windows, you little yeah. bastard. Uh, but anyways, this is, that's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. And uh, we might as well talk about this one because, like you said before, we thought this was the final chapter, but I guess it wasn't it the wasn't. final chapter. It should have been, though, because this movie was horrible. And what movie would that be? And that would be Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Yeah. Um, not one of the best in the series. Uh, it's arguably watchable. It's not horrible. Uh, I like... Uh, what's his name's character? Uh, gosh. Um, <laughs> the freaking yeah. I said just click on that. <laughs> so the plot of this one is basically you gotta you gotta admit though the the beginning scene of this is good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, because the beginning scene was from the end of the last movie. Well, yeah, I get. I guess. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's a Jason movie. You know, you gotta kind of take them as they come. You know. Oh, uh, Duke Johnson. 
I love his character. I love his character. This uh, William Cat William Caskey Swant over here. Oh. Up up there, right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his his character I liked. Yeah. But uh, you know, um, this one I I didn't really care for it that much. Yeah. No. I don't. Me either. I don't know. We had to mention it because it's Friday. It's Friday thirteenth. It is what it is. <laughs> That's all I can say yeah. about it. We had to mention it. <clears throat> but there are some good ones yeah. left. Like, and uh, then uh, we've got another Stephen King movie uh, that was Cat's Eye. Yes. Came out. Very cool movie. Another Drew Barrymore. Uh, it was a anthology-type movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, had, a, had a pretty decent cast in it. Of course, it had Drew Barrymore and uh, James Woods. Uh, Dude, hitters right there. Drew Barrymore has been great at acting yeah, since she was um, little. Uh, oh, my God. The guy's name is just... James freaking Woods, man. Yeah, Come on. Dick yeah. Morrison. <laughs> uh, Charles S. Dutton is who I was thinking of. He was the rich guy in, yeah. in that one scene where he makes uh, makes old James Woods walk around the building on the ledge. Yeah. yeah. With, with the cat. Yeah. The black cat. Yeah, uh, dude, he... very, very cool film. Uh, you know, it was basically uh, four different stories, and each story had something to do with a cat. There was a cat there. Yes. Um, didn't really have anything to do with the cat. There was just a cat there. Uh, you know, and then the the one story with the old dude in the wheelchair. Yeah. You know, um, just a very cool. It was another take on a Stephen King novella. Uh, it was a group of short stories that he had done, and they uh, put it to film, and it yep. ended up doing really well. There's only one more I want to mention, and I'll let you mention what you want to. But the last one that I want to mention was Demons. Demons, yes, great film. <laughs> Another fun one. Uh, and who's the director of that? <laughs> it's Dario Argento again. Who'd have guessed it? He was a king in 1980. Yeah, I mean, um, the cover's cool. Classic. I'd like to get a poster of that. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Um, sorry, guys. We're looking at some of the art here in front of us. Um, if you're not watching us on YouTube and you're just listening, we're just looking at the cover of it and stuff like that. Really cool classic cover, too, man. Those eyes glowing out yeah. there. Uh, this was actually directed by Lamberto Bava, Lamberto. and it was uh, it was an Argento story. Uh, Argento actually did the screenplay for this, so uh, he produced. Yeah, uh, very cool, uh, very cool story about you know. Uh, it's basically just like a a, a demon movie. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know it's. The self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the fucking I mean, uh, title. Demons, yeah. demons are let loose in the city, and you know they're turning people into demons, and demons are turning people into people. There's people turning there's demons pe- into demons. Cats and dogs living together. It'll be anarchy. <laughs> It'll be anarchy. No, no. Uh, cool movie. I have not seen this in a long time, yeah, so I don't know how well it holds up. I haven't either. I haven't watched uh, it in a long time. You know, I do remember some cool subway scenes and. 
you know, different things. That uh, Watching this movie and you're seeing all these demons coming running at you, it's, you almost feel like you're playing a game or something, you know? <laughs> you need to pull out your freaking gun and start shooting them down. Yeah, no, no, no. Shoot, fuck TV because yeah. I have a real gun sitting around. That's just who I am. But yeah. So, is there any more you want to mention? Uh, well, I mean, the Hills Have Eyes Part Two. Uh, you know, uh, that was a continuation of the first film. The Howling Two. Uh, yeah, your sister is a werewolf. <laughs> uh, not near as good as the first film, but it wasn't bad either. It just didn't hold up very well. Yeah. Uh, did we talk about the mutilator? We did not. I'm trying to remember that one. Oh, you I, you that know, one? when I first... I, I know the cover for that, but I honestly, I don't know if I've ever watched it, I say, I to be honest with you. When I first saw that pop up on the on the list, I, the first thing I thought of was The Mangler. And I was like, no, that was a different... Mm-hmm. That, and it had Robert Englund in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, The Mutilator... So yeah, guys. I mean, there's a there's a ton of there's movies. A, there's but, a I mean, ton of good movies. Let's just do a really quick recap of '84 and '85. I just wanted to read just a real quick. Yeah. Okay, so do it. Just just in these two years, this is what we got out of that. Children of the Corn, Friday Thirteenth, Final Chapter, Nightmare on Elm Street, Gremlins, Night of the Comic, Firestarter, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, Do you want a party? Yeah. Silver Bullet, Fright Night, Reanimator. I mean, Cat's Eye. I just, all those movies. I can tell you that four of them are probably going to be on my top ten. Three or four of them, for sure. Okay. So, I mean, I mean, just in those two years. That's why it's going to be hard to fucking narrow down this top ten. Yeah, man. yeah. But that was 84 and 85, guys. Um, we're going to move on to the next two years. Arguably the greatest year for the world because, I mean, fuck, I was born in it. So you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, that's all i got to say. Just let me say it. Just let me, you're welcome. That's you're all right. I want to say. That's all I want. You're welcome. Okay. So we're going to be moved on to 86 and 87. So we will catch you guys on the next one. We love you, horror fam. More importantly, as always, until next time, keep it creepy.